Welcome to the Phil and the Kid podcast. I'm Phil Gardner. And I'm Sabro Vesalis. And today we're here with Marco Agbaba, the Prince of Cashflow. I like that. This is legitimately like the most fucking basic bro panel. <laughs> right now, if you just look at the camera, we're all just like... It looks like we're going to talk about football or something. <laughs> We're going to start talking about real estate. They're going to be like, no fucking way these guys buy real estate. I call bullshit. Show me your portfolio. (laughs) How many houses did you buy this week? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're here with Marco. Oh, we're starting? Okay. Let me just. Agbaba. That's right. There it is. That's good. I pronounced it right. He's from uh, Windsor, Ontario. Yeah. And we met actually in university. That's right. At Wilfrid Laurier University. We, We took a course together. Just by fluke, ended up in the same group. He was a good presenter, so I wanted to partner with him, obviously. And uh, the rest is history. Form the dream team. Yeah, we did form the form dream, the dream team. team. Even though our, our our presentation wasn't that great, but low prep time, you know. <laughs> yeah, you were busy with your real estate stuff. <laughs> I was busy just hanging. <laughs> were you doing real estate shit back then too? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When did you start? So, um, you know, I started when I was like seventeen. As soon as I came, to oh university. shit, okay. Um, there was a guy, Alberto is his name. He made my res on Leicester. Do you know that one? On Leicester Street in Windsor or Which in uh, Waterloo? Which one was it? It's like, um, you know, it's like 18 floors. It's on Leicester Street. Oh, okay. Anyway, it's like a luxury student apartment. And uh, I went down to his office and I was like, hey, man, like, uh, I'll clean your floors, whatever you want. Just nice. let me learn from you. Like, you don't need to, to move. Pay me. Um, and then he ended up paying me, which was cool. But that's kind of how I got into the game. And then I did student housing property management for five years. So the whole, whole time I was there. Good. Yeah. For, for anybody that like is doesn't want to like put in work just to go learn from someone that's doing what they're doing, Marco's a great example, right? Yeah, like oh, that's that's, totally that, that's always been yeah. my mo. Like, find someone who's just doing what you want to be doing and doing it to an unbelievable level. Do whatever the fuck it takes to just absorb everything they know. Like, right? dude, I would even probably pay the guy. Like, if he right. was like pay me like weekly, I would probably do yeah. that. Like, yeah, to learn from him. So yeah, totally worth it. it. It's pretty much an internship. Yeah. And that's what it was. 100%. Excuse me. That, that's what it was like. If you go into ancient times, I'm saying ancient Greece, for example. Of course, you're saying ancient yeah, Greece. Yeah, so. whatever. <laughs> Shout out to but the back then, you would have the older men and they would teach the younger kids mm-hmm. and they would learn from them. It was pretty much an apprenticeship. You just learn what they're doing every day yeah. and you go through the motions. And that's how that's how people were taught. So nowadays, it's a little different with school and everything's set in stone. Mm-hmm. There's tests. It's, it's very different. Before, it was hands-on. This is how you actually do this in real life. Mm-hmm. And this is how you do it going forward. And the kids would learn, pick up their own habits and do it their own way and pass on the, to the next generation. So yeah, yeah, it's a little sure. different now. And it's like, it's cool because like, you know, when you go to school, it's like a pretty general study that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I did finance, but it's like, I knew I wanted to do real estate and I knew I wanted right. to build real estate. Yeah. So I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just learn from a guy that's built real estate, right? Yeah, of course. so much sense to me. So. Far more valuable to me than a school that teaches me not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely doesn't Science teach you Science and things and... Yeah. Yeah. Geography. Hey, hey Phil, you want to turn it up a tad? Not too For much. For the group? Yeah, the group. Just a little bit. Just like a touch. There. I remember last yeah, podcast, it was a little low and we had to turn it up. Some technical difficulties. Yeah. Te- so so we just actually moved our whole podcast studio. It You can't might, tell. It might Maybe not. Maybe you yeah, can tell. I don't know. It doesn't really you, seem... You can tell a little bit. Yeah. It, it, it looks way little. better. Like the way they see it, it looks good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. This looks it's good. It's more right of a now. panel yeah, than yeah, a yeah. tiny little shanty corner. Yeah. yeah. Before we were in like a corner and 
I don't know. We're really tight. There's more space now. It feels good. Yeah. yeah. But it's it took time. us a little time. Marco had to deal with us just setting up see the behind the scenes. Yeah, I saw the behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually, uh, right now, we're in one of Phil's units. Yeah, we're in the 671 house. The 671 <laughs> house. <laughs> Which is we, a sweet uh, house. It is a sweet yeah, house. Right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we lost our new office space because <laughs> we're finally starting to renovate that. Uh, so that we should, you know, hopefully be moved into there at some point early next year. But that was our podcast studio until Reno started. So we've moved here for maybe three weeks until this <laughs> Reno starts. I love it. And I'm and the first that means guest here. You're the first it. guest You're the first here. and honestly probably, probably only. the only one. <laughs> we'll have to buy a new house to move to until that love Reno it. starts. And eventually we'll find a studio for this permanently. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be what, a few months we'll find a permanent studio. I think once We might the, be uh, going well, to Billy Sue's house. That's, <laughs> thanks, Billy. You don't know yet, but thanks, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he watches. You don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah. Choice. Okay, so I have a story for you guys. All right. <laughs> so I've been doing a bunch of leases this last week, running around from property to property um, and holding open houses, right? <laughs> this is a ridiculous story, okay? This has probably never happened. <laughs> I, I, I've, d- I've done, I, like... High hundreds and pushing thousands of leases, maybe, same, and like same. that's never happened to me. All right, so let's hear this. Carry okay. on. So, <laughs> so I'm in one of our properties, right? And uh, some properties here in Toronto, I don't know how it is uh, elsewhere. You can get like 30 people showing up to see it, which is which is awesome. You get 30 people in. Odds are, a few applications are coming through. Well, this this property is uh, it was a basement unit, so. Not as desirable, but still, it was. It's whatever. It's a. It's a unit. It's Toronto. It's Toronto. Yeah. It's gonna get rented. Um, this one, I was in the area doing other showings, and uh, so this one, I just said I'll show it. There was only four people that said they were gonna come, so I was expecting maybe two to show up. Um, so I'm there. I was in the area. I was in the East End, um, and so I'm waiting. Somebody shows up. I show it to them. They leave. So now they came right at the beginning of the time. I had an hour time slot, which was probably my mistake. For four people, I should have just said, I'll show up at one time. But yeah, yeah. whatever. I thought more than four might show up. So I'm there, and uh, I have 55 minutes to kill, and I don't know when this other person's coming. So I'm texting them. I'm calling. No answer. I'm just like, I might as well wait, just because if they show up, they show up. <clears throat> so uh, I'm there. I'm waiting. And it's it, the entrance is in the back of the unit, right? So I would stay in the back. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go up to the front. It was a little dark. Just wait there for a couple minutes. It's a little cold. Then come back to the back, go in, warm up a bit, do the same thing over and over just to like kill time. So I'm up, out in the front waiting. And uh, this girl starts walking by. And I was waiting for a girl named, I can't remember, let's say Rebecca. So I was like, she's kind of looking at me smiling. She's like, hey, I was like, hey, Rebecca, she's smiling. And she's like, so you're the guy I'm supposed to meet with? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm the guy. So we go to the back. She's like, it, like she kind of walks in and goes in for a hug, right? So, so I was like, I'm not going to hug a random Tinder. Person. Is this I, where it's going? I don't. Okay, just uh, You'll see. So <laughs> she goes in for a hug and I kind of like go for a handshake. I'm trying to keep her professional. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of like goes away. I'm like, yeah, that's chill awkward. Out, it was, out, Becca. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is Becca, weird. you need to slow down. So, so we walk to the back and, and we go in, down the stairs. And uh, I'm like, so just letting you know, this place hasn't been cleaned yet. Um, we haven't had the cleaners through. She's like, oh, it's fine. It's totally okay. I was like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a little dirty, whatever. She starts taking off her shoes. Like, no, 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 no. Like, keep them on. Keep them on. Like, it's totally fine. Like, keep, keep on your shoes. And she's like, no, it's, it's okay. And I was like, um, okay. So I'm like sitting there kind of awkward showing her. She's like walking around. She's like, oh, like you just moved in. I was like, no, no, I, I don't live here. I'm just showing it. She's like, oh, okay. 
walks into the bedroom. She's like, you don't even have a bed. And I was like, like we both looked at each other and that's, that's when it kind of, that's the moment. And I was like, hold on. Like what? Right before she said that, she goes like this to me, right? Like she's like, like walking around and I was like, okay, this is a little weird right now. This, like, this girl wants the place. She's, she's <laughs> definitely a buyer. Okay. So, so one of our, one of the property managers that we work with was, was telling me like, Hey, girls might try flirting with you to get in, like, yeah, like yeah. to get, you know, a better application if they have shit credit or whatever, <laughs> they might try to get like flirty. Yeah. So That's I was thinking ladies, of him. If your I was like, bad. <laughs> you start flirting with spear out. So, so I was thinking It'll like, work. no, no, no. Like I, I know what's happening here. Like you're not like no chance. And um, so I look at her and I'm like, she's like, wait, what? What's happening here? And I'm like, this is an open house. Like I'm showing this right now. And she's like, oh my god. She starts freaking out. Like, and she's like, oh my god, what's happening? Like, ah, uh, like she's like really nervous. I'm like, Whoa. like I started dying laughing. Yeah. Because I was like nervous. <laughs> I was just oh, laughing. Like, what the what the fuck's happening? Like, so wait, did crazy. she tell you why she was there? Uh, she's like, I'm supposed to meet up with a guy, and I think the address is whatever number and it was 10 more than my address well like that's got to be something like, deeper because like if she's taking off her shoes oh man, well she no 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 oh, she like, said like, she's meeting up with the guy with her friend so yeah and i was like wait a minute like, my my biggest question when he told me this i was like do, do you do you owe her money now like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no it was terrible oh, it was man. awful so Ugh. yeah she she went and she she like that's pretty much the end of the story. She left. I, Why do I, I miss like all the good stuff? Laughing uncontrollably. Like I called you, Phil. I called my girlfriend after. So I told her. Funny. I apologized. I was right. dying. <laughs> she wasn't happy, but I was like... I. So, <laughs> I so for the people that say real estate agents just turn on lights. Yeah. I think Spiro just proved that wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to deal with some shit. Oh, man. You got to suss out the escorts in the room. <laughs> uh, okay. That's so uh, that, That's great. I that That's... Yeah. We just cut the podcast now. Yeah, we're good. We're <laughs> done. We're done. Yeah, thanks that's for coming all yeah, the way yeah, here. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> Drove four hours for this. Oh my lord. So so yeah, that's pretty much how my week went. Um, nice. Just did a bunch of leases. That was one of them. Pretty crazy. Um, how was your week, Phil? Not so bad. I mean, I actually took it pretty easy this week. Uh, a couple of my clients are on vacation, so like the ones that I'm like re- actively hunting for took a are off on vacation or are moving fairly slow right now. Three actually. Um, and then after we had that, uh, the real property investments event yeah. the weekend prior, I just said, well, if they're on vacation, then I'm on vacation. So I took, took a bit of a, took a bit of a relaxing week this week. Yeah. You haven't been around the office as much. I, I know. Mean. Cause somebody stole my fucking desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's me. I, I have his desk. <laughs> Spiro, Spiro got a new job and it came with Phil's desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you have. So, and we're, we're kind of busting at the seams. So I just, you know, my home office is looking real good <laughs> right about now. Oh, well. Um, but no, we had, I mean, we had the event on, uh, on Sunday that all three of us were at. Which is weird. Yeah. Which that was, so that I was, remember walking weird. to the car and cause I did not know Marco was part of the Windsor team that was going to be there yeah. at the event. But Spiro and I were there representing the Toronto squad, right? It's a real estate event where agents from each potential investment market that works. And I'm just kind of walking to the car to go grab my shit. And I'm looking like I gave Marco like the elevator look. And I'm like, hold on. I know this. Oh, shit. Well, I was friendly. I was like, yo, what up? Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 it took me a second because I'm like, I've, I've never met you at that point. I've seen you before only on the YouTubes. Yeah. So on the YouTubes, yeah, no, but I also had no, I did oh not expect uh, that you guys were part of that whole squad. At all. Yeah, just, I didn't it was know pretty cool. Weird. Made for a great day. Yeah, yeah it was right. Good it was a good, good, uh, good little hangout with all the all the investor squad. Yeah. 
good event in general. But I mean, otherwise, I've been. I mean, I haven't met any escorts this week. That's for sure. So <laughs> yeah, me either. Oh. That's two of us. Uh, <laughs> let's not bring it up. Just anymore. get that on record. Yeah. yeah. Just him. Just him. Uh, it's not confirmed. Okay. That's that's fair. It could she be a never, Tinder date. A, yeah. It could totally, have been like a she real. She took her shoes off. Yeah, that's, that was, confer- that's, that's a confirmation. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have taken my shoes off in that. No, not in so that weird. unit. I know no. which unit that is. I would not have <laughs> taken my shoes off in there. It's okay. Hey, I got I got a cleaner in. They're, yeah, they're cleaning good. it as we speak. Oh, so, good. So you can so invite her back. Yeah. How about you, Marco? How was your week? That was good, man. Uh, just getting into the things with the, the whole real estate journey. It's getting pretty busy there. Um, so doing the agent stuff in Windsor. And then we had the event, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And like for them, it's probably like a 30-minute drive. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's like yeah. four and a half hours, <laughs> which means I need to sleep like eight hours afterwards to recoup. No, just yeah. from the drive. So. I, I was exhausted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can only long, imagine. Right? It was a long, it was, what, it was like eight till Like eight seven. to five, eight to, no, it but went it longer than went that. Longer. Yeah. We just, yeah. we bounced early. I, we both had offers to lose that evening. Mm. <laughs> Did you, you had an offer, you said, right? I also Marco? lost an offer. Yeah. yeah. So I went home and lost an offer. Marco went home and lost an offer. It was a great day for all. Yeah. I just went home. <laughs> 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 okay you so. called your friend that you met so no 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 don't say this shit that never happened didn't get her number didn't oh, get her name oh yeah, god yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. oh okay. my god yeah, okay. so it wasn't becca we yeah. learned it wasn't rebecca yeah it wasn't her <laughs> yeah so okay so that was super weird first of all because phil and marco know each other through me not yeah, not yeah. but didn't uh, not really even know each no. other. No, not we've never spoken. That was we've f- we've exchanged yeah. Instagram, YouTube, and yeah. Facebook yeah. comments. We're social friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so media. so they just met randomly at that event. Yeah. He, Marco comes behind me, puts his hands on me. I'm like, who's this? And I see him and I was like, I didn't even know how to react. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. What are you doing yeah, here? Yeah. But yeah, it was a good time. That was good. So let's get into this now. You're on the podcast for a reason. You're not just here. I came you're not here just, to see you guys. To you're not just a pretty yeah, face, Marco. I came here to see you guys. That's yeah, right. that's true. Hang out, put up some that's right. decorations. We, we put him to work. Yeah, right. He comes up dressed all nice, and we're like, grab this, take this, hammer <laughs> that. That's yeah. okay. We're here. So, okay. So, how did you get into real estate? It had to start before university. I, I know that. No, right? it didn't actually. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, when I was really young, like I'm talking eight years old, I used to walk around the house and be like, Mom, I'm going to be the richest person to ever live. <laughs> And this is like eight years old. My mom's always like, yeah, yeah, chill out, chill out. It's not going to happen. But I just always got really obsessed with making money. Like when I was really young, maybe like 15, 16, I used to like rent out community centers and like hire security guards and stuff. And I paid my friend $500 just to sign because I was too young. Like just making money, like things like that I really liked. Um, Wait, what did you do? Did you flip the community center to another no, group that wanted to rent? No, oh, DJ'd. okay. Oh, and like, actually, the first time wholesaling I, community yeah. centers. Yeah, no, not wholesale. The first time I DJed, man, I literally had iTunes playing, and I had like headphones like this, and they weren't even plugged in. That's amazing. and I was just like, oh, fake right? it till you make it. Yeah, and you'd make like a couple thousand in a night, right? And back then, like that's huge money, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I went to university, I read a ton of books on the stock market. Hmm. Um, and then when I was seventeen, you know, I started investing in stocks made money through that. And then I kind of knew that I wanted to jump into the real estate game. So as soon as I made enough, you know, I liquidated that and jumped in, but no man, no prior. I didn't know anybody else that invested in real estate. I didn't really know anything about real estate before. It was like a pretty, pretty new thing. So, so what led you down the path of real estate? How did you choose that out of everything else you could have done? Yeah, it's a good question. So leverage was really attractive to me Mm -hmm. um, because I could probably make pretty similar returns in the stock market. I I did. Um, But the thing is I can't leverage the money. So that leveraging, especially early on when you don't have that much capital, was huge yep. for me because I knew that it would take me too long doing it through the stock market, right? 
So that was big. And then also, you know, you and I being in Waterloo, we kind of like witnessed the student housing boom, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we saw it like when we, when me and him came, like there was like one or two buildings. Now they build like six buildings a year, right? Yeah, it's um, crazy. So seeing that market happen was when I specialized in student housing and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm going to stick to one thing that I really understand and just hammer home on it. And that's, that's what I do. I want to touch on the student housing thing, yeah. but for a sec, I'm, I'm just going to take a little... Aside, yeah, side, Whatever side, that is. side piece, a little, a little swerve, the people a little are side listening. piece, eh? A little side, little side piece. You gonna call Becca? Or not Becca? He's gonna be single oh, once this. Oh my god, we're not posting this episode, man. <laughs> Carry on. Anyways, um, so okay, <laughs> when I when I went to school, when we're not cutting this. There's no, no cuts. No, this is straight raw going on. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. She probably won't watch it. Straight anyways. raw. That's fine. <laughs> we're past the two minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're too deep. Okay, so so when we first went, I think you went a year before me, I, I'm presuming. I don't even know, man. Like I said, like the, the only class I went to was the one that we met in. So <laughs> yeah. I, don't so when, I don't know when you were Okay, so, so when I went my first year, yeah. properties were selling for like 200000 250 yeah. Around there, you could pick up. So I had some prior knowledge of real estate, my dad Obviously. being in the industry, and uh, my whole goal was to get my license. I went to, for same reason as you, I just went to learn something. It wasn't to get a you know, bank job. I, went, I was yeah, in yeah. economics, finance. I never went to go in that industry. It was just to kind of strengthen my knowledge of real estate and mm. how, to, how to do things. And it was useful. It was, yeah. it was useful. It was yeah, useful. yeah, there were was, was parts that were useful. A lot of it's bullshit. A lot of electives, yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, there's no point of yeah. electives really, but... Yeah. I mean, I get it. They want their money. Well, electives are there so that we can raise the GPA, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, that's where you get your, like, <laughs> you take your woman's studies course yeah, or that's right, whatever. Yeah. That's, that's the easy hundo. Anyway, so, so in first year is when I told everybody back home, all my family members, hey, buy, buy places in Waterloo. This is really mm. cheap. It's going to go up. Like, th- there's, um, what, what was it, BlackBerry at the time, mm-hmm. Google, um, the universities, Waterloo, right. I mean, is way bigger than Laurier. And Laurier has the same population as Queens. Queens' campus is yeah. way bigger, much, yeah. much bigger. It's like a kilometer long. If I don't know. Don't quote me. But it's, and it's, Conestoga, too. And Conestoga is right beside. On the same street, just yeah. blocks. Yeah. So, so from the first year to the fourth year, I was there. Property value went from 250 to 550 500 The same little area, even more. So it doubled in value in that four-year period. Mm-hmm. People could have made a lot of money really oh, yeah. quick. People did make a lot yeah, of money. People exactly. did, yeah, yeah. The people like, who got in. Like I was super active in it because I was working in the property management yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was with these companies as they're acquiring properties, as they're demolishing them, building apartment buildings. Um, it was just super exciting. Like I fell in love with it. Like I would work, you know, 40 hours a week. I just really, really enjoyed it. But like the amount of money they were making too, right, was ridiculous. Yeah, the whole market was just crazy. So that's a funny story too. That was... I think the first time we met. Yeah, yeah. The first time we met. This is already the third property management student housing company. I purposely wanted to work for as many as I could to learn their different strategies, right? Right. Because I always knew that I was going to do that, you know? Um, But yeah, so that's how I met you. You were my first client. Ivy Towns, three bedroom. Yeah. Nice luxury. Were you like nice a, luxury a, an applicant at the time? Is no, that... no, I was signing. Like yeah, I, this was, was I, I was in his deal. office. We closed deals. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was closing <laughs> deals. I closed. I was like, hey, I'm a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> I closed. That's when I was uh, licensed. So no, that was my first deal. And then we had um, what was the class we had? It was like macro 
analysis or something. What was it called? Dynamic. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't know. And that's was, bad that we both don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of the classes, you know, one of the classes. It was a good was, class, though. Like, you, we actually learned, a, that was like yeah. probably one of the classes that I learned the most of. Yeah, Especially yeah. with interest rate fluctuations. It was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's the only class that I went to. So, like, I mean, <laughs> that was a good learning experience. But, yeah, so then I saw you and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know hey. this guy from that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we knew each other, and then we ended up being in the same group. It's small world, yeah. small Laurier. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you're working for them. What did you realize when you were working there? I mean, what things did you pick up on that oh, you man. might have not expected or that you did expect and that happened? Well, I didn't expect anything because, like, I come from a town of a 1,000 people, right? So there's this guy that lived on my street that owned a grocery store. And now that I have Geo Warehouse, <laughs> I know that he doesn't own the actual – because yeah, I did check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he leases it, Geo right? Warehouse is and a dangerous thought, tool. Yeah, I check oh everything for everybody it's now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, so – I thought this guy was like Warren Buffett, right? And he leased a grocery store. And I'm like, right. this is the richest guy in the world. That yeah. was my role model. And then I came to Waterloo and saw these guys building things. And I was like, no, these are the yeah. richest guys yeah. in the world. But dude, I was a sponge. Like, you mm-hmm. know, some mm-hmm. people were there to get their paycheck. I could care less if I got paid or not. Yeah. Um, I just learned absolutely everything. You knew if you could take all that info, you could do great things. Yeah. With it and I was super nosy. Like, you know, I did things that weren't like I was a leasing agent predominantly, but I would do everything. I wanted to be part of like the maintenance. Mm-hmm. I want to know why they're making decisions, the accounting department, everything. So I kind of learned everything on how it works. I mean, I think that's why now, like when I do student housing, people always ask me like, Oh, is it a handful? To me, it's just kind of like second nature now, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I know. So, I think that's a big difference between it for a lot of people though, right? Cause a lot of people will look at a job, get a job description, put themselves in that one position and be happy like that for the rest of their days. And, and want to raise. And yeah. want to raise. Yeah. And complain when additional work gets piled on, yeah, especially yeah. if it's in like a smaller growing company. Yeah. I think I, I'm very similar. Is I'll mm-hmm. thrive in a tiny company that has me doing a hundred different things. Because I can know how the machine works yeah. by the end of the day, right? And then you can tweak and build your own machine as you have. Yeah, well, I think it's like purpose built, right? Like some people get a job while they're in university just to pay for tuition. Like if yeah. I'm working at a Dairy Queen, I'm probably not going to be asking these kinds of questions right yeah. unless you're trying cream. to buy dairy queen franchises yeah. warren buffett owns it owns the whole thing, so no but like it's a purpose thing right so like when you go in there with the intention like i'm gonna learn absolutely everything i can um, but eventually like i try to get into the acquisition side mm-hmm. and they weren't letting me and i was like you know what this is where it ends right yeah. there's nothing else i have to learn here i'll yeah. go acquire them on my own now um but yeah that's that's kind of how so after that what happened after that? So that was the third company you were with, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I stayed with them for a while. So I did the property management thing. And then, so this company was a little bit different. They used to build student condos and they would sell the units out. Like the one you lived in was privately oh, owned. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Remember like the thing with the yeah. It's like that society thing we went to, eh? Is it the, the London place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, guy, yeah, builds, yeah. that guy built Lux in Waterloo yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. Icon. Oh that's really? Icon too. Same developer. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gotcha. a nerd when it comes to developers, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, your I lo- Oh yeah, I love them, and like even Tridel here too is my favorite. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So anyway, I ended up, you know, moving from a leasing agent. You know, I did pretty well with the company, and ended up being the first ever sales agent, which I had to like. I pushed so hard to get that. Like, I got like right. seven no's from seven different people, and I just kept asking. Um, so then I was kind of the lead of sales for Kitchener for these new condo developments. Um, and that's when like I sold, you know, about like five and a half million of pre-construction condos well before I was licensed. Right. Um, but yeah. And then once I kind of hit the point where, you know, during that I was buying property in Windsor, I'm going to hit the point where my cash flow was 
high enough where I didn't have to work anymore. And I was like, right. okay, cool. I'm going to go jump over to Windsor and let's see what I can do there. So, nice. so then you moved back home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I moved to Windsor, not, not back oh, home. Oh, so where's back home? Yeah. Back home, small town, West Lorne. It's like probably an hour and a half from Windsor. Oh, okay. An hour and a half from Waterloo. Smack in the middle. Oh. I knew, I knew nobody in Windsor, dude. Like, okay. I didn't know anybody. My real estate agent, I guess. Yeah, huh. right. That's that's, that's actually crazy. I, I yeah. thought you were like no, from like, around Windsor. Didn't know anybody. Didn't really care though either, because like I'm I'm mm. there for a purpose, right? Yep. So driven. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, are you living in one of your units? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not for long. So my tenants, I guess you're gonna find out now if you watch this <laughs> podcast. But I'm out. <laughs> no. So January first, I'm moving to uh to a condo just because. You know, it's tough living with, with student rentals. Especially yeah. yeah. Noise. Um, but I did. I was living in, in, you know, my most recent project. And it was great. You know, it's uh, it's very well run. We have a maid that comes bi-weekly and stuff. So it was cool. Sweet. But, uh, you know, you got to spread your wings eventually. No, yeah. of course. I'm 24 years old. I'm an yeah. old man. <laughs> so when when was the point then where, how many how many doors were you at? Or like, what was the yeah, stage in the 13. journey when you said, I'm yeah. out? Yeah, yeah, 13. So 13. once okay. I hit 13 doors, and like the cool thing is like, you know, a lot of people buy a lot of properties and that's super cool as well. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's cool when you can do a lot with relatively little properties, right? Why, and Monica said this at the event. She says this all the time. Why own 100 with the work required for 100 yeah. when you can just maximize and retire with two or three or four or 13 or whatever it yeah. is? Two or three, four. And by Toronto. doors, by yeah. doors, you're probably, you mean like, Bedrooms, yeah, because student rentals because run student different. Rent, yeah. And like, this isn't lean fire either. Like, mm-hmm. not retired on a budget. Like, I'm nowhere close to spending right. know, the cash flow. Like, yeah. not even close, right? Um, we can help with that. With, with <laughs> <laughs> we're going out tonight, and we're going to help them spend uh, that. That's all right. That's <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, that's done with two properties. And honestly, mm-hmm. it was done in eight months as well. You know, and I started with pretty much nothing, really. Like, you know, I put 10% down on the first deal which in yeah. Windsor was like 16K. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, and then to like, oh, and then to clean it up. So we'll think about wow. this though. Let's talk about this because this yeah. is pretty crazy. So, you know, you start with 16K, cleaning it up, you know, closing expenses. I'm all in maybe $21,000. And from that, eight months later, you know, you're able to retire yep. just by doing like certain cash flow properties. It's pretty cool mm-hmm. what's possible there. And like, I, you know, I honestly didn't even think Toronto could cash flow until I met you guys. Dude, nobody does, like, right? I, and I thought they were lying. Nobody <laughs> does. When we, when I finally like sit somebody down and break them down when it comes to the numbers, they're like, no. Yeah, I, I remember, crazy. I remember in Waterloo, I was <laughs> talking to you and two other of our classmates yeah. and you were kind of telling your model and I was like, yeah, we do the same in Toronto and everybody just looked at me like, <laughs> like you're full of shit. Yeah, asshole. there's no chance. And I was just like, <laughs> this is a sports guy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, who is this guy? Like this guy probably parties too much. I was yeah. the same though, but like well, I, when I first started, <laughs> I was Barry with not Windsor, but Barry Hamilton, Oshawa, right? And like, cool. I'm following the rain markets of like their really? high cash flow. And then I, I was moving into Toronto and I kind of, I met Simon at the point when I started working for him and he was like, we're doing the same thing that I was doing, but in Toronto and the renovation costs were always cheaper too. And I'm like, no, no, it just doesn't. It can't, but I want to know how you do it. So yeah. I'm going to sit here and suck it all up. And it works great. Like oh, it works better than a lot of the other models. Especially if you have the capital, like, because that's you know, the biggest that's, thing. That's, Smaller that's, towns yeah. are attractive for beginners, but like yeah. if you have the capital and you're like... You know, I don't know if you want to tell them or not what you can cash flow on this most. Oh yeah, this this yeah. six seventy one purchase price with 
50k or under worth of renovations is going to cash flow before refinancing probably like 1800 to two grand a month which is crazy and you're in toronto yeah and and we're close to new transit lines and condos being built and like but but in windsor you would own an eight unit apartment (laughs) yeah (laughs) you have 15 of these things like that's great cash flow yeah like super surprising to me well that's what i that's what i like about trying like the low door count right? Mm-hmm. Because you can get that cash flow. Yeah, it's a harder entry point, but you can get that cash flow with less doors, means less management. Mm-hmm. I can be pickier about my tenants just because of the location a little bit more. Um, but yeah. What I like too is in Toronto, I, this isn't supposed to be a Toronto podcast. Well, no. well actually, technically it is a Toronto. And Marco ducks a little yeah, te- bit. Well, technically <laughs> it is a Toronto podcast. Say Windsor up there? <laughs> <laughs> it, technically it is, but I mean like What's nice is you spend that 50 grand. That's such a fraction of the cost of the home. Yeah. Where like in a lot of markets, like how Windsor used to be when you, when you got in, that was, that's like half the purchase price. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like now it's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's all relative though, no. right? Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's, it's, it's all just relative. just kind of sliding scale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it depends like when you scale up too, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a different thing. Like, you know, the student housing, for example, like you're saying more doors, it's definitely more management. Mm-hmm. But like to me, I look at it as like, an opportunity to improve my skills, right? Because oh, yeah. now I can see what do the students not like? What do they yeah. like on, under my roof, right? Yeah. There's no one else influencing the decisions. Um, so then down the road, you know, as I build the property management company and add more doors to it, um, mm-hmm. it it's a great experience. Yeah, I mean, and you're so early in the journey, right? Mm-hmm. That like you have the time to throw in and like yeah. just work in that student management space of things. Yeah. I think that's what always kept me out of it, right? Because I've been to student rentals and that... Personally, this was always my holdback. Mm-hmm. I've I've been to student rentals. I've, I've heard partied some in student rentals. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've helped wreck some student, student rentals. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was like, shit, I don't want to own the student rentals that I've ever been to, yeah. right? But I know so many people that are doing it in the proper way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've seen right. your videos. Plug yourself right now. You'll plug at the end. But where could everybody find you? If you can spell my first and last name, Marco Ugbaba, you can find me on everything. That's Facebook, true. YouTube, Instagram. And his, his YouTube page is awesome. I mean, you can see some of his work, and he does it the right way. Where yeah. it's, it's a lot like how we do it here, too. It's very similar. I mean, like if you look at your properties, uh, you, I guess you haven't seen any of ours. We haven't shown. Yeah, yeah. But the quality of it is it's good quality stuff. Yeah. Like It's not like you're not like cheaping out every way you can. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like garbage it's like in gets garbage board. out, yeah. right? Yeah. You put in good sure. stuff, you're going to get good applicants. I'm just, I'm just taking keyboard. Okay. Spear's running away right now. We got to have you in, in the screen there. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> like it, it's not even just like, because yeah, you raise your rents and you get better tenants. But to me, it's like, I love the feeling knowing that I provide good quality yeah. service, right? Like when my name's attached to something, I don't want people living in like four foot basements. Or yeah, like you don't want to be the slumlord. Moldy <laughs> washrooms. No, like I want to take pride. <laughs> and I feel like it's reasonable for me to ask for a higher return mm-hmm. for that, right? But I like being the quality provider like you know a lot of times too like when i was buying materials like at home depot or whatever and i would tell them it's student rental they'll be like oh just get the worst like it's students and i'm like dude because i was just a student like i'm like dude screw off man like what do you mean like these are people right like let's get them the quality materials so yeah i think you found find the difference like when you worked for it was sage right at the time yeah like yeah so sage and and a plug to sage like in waterloo by far the best run yeah, you know, and I, I worked for so. a lot of a lot of companies. Um, Sage is by far the best. Yeah, yeah. we never had any issues. Yeah, with Sage. great quality. Like, yeah, we had a terrible a landlord, 
Yeah, I remember that my, guy. Yeah, he was, he was the worst. That was nice to me. Oh, he was a it's man. Nice to me. He, he came in saying there was cigarette butts all over the place. Oh, is None this of us the smoked? guy that I've even heard of? Yeah, you've like, heard of him. He, he was battery. He had a battery-powered Volkswagen Golf. Yeah. I remember about Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a battery-powered engineer. Man, he, like, we helped him. Like, like, he wanted to get rid of some things. Or when we moved in, like, there was a bunch of broken furniture. Hmm. And uh, then he, he bought the place. So he was like, like... It was his responsibility to fix it now. And we're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We kind of want our couch fixed because it's broken and we never broke it. Right. So we like helped him move it to his car. We were like expecting a truck or something. This guy had this little Volkswagen. We had to like <laughs> throw it on it top. Yeah. No, like we like pushed it in. Like, yeah, it was like bougie. Like, well, I don't know. What, what does bougie even mean? I always use it as bougie. like it's good. good. Like, yeah. It's like fancy. Yeah, it's yeah. fancy. Okay. He uses it backwards. Like the way you're dressed right now is bougie. You know, you're looking fresh. I'm just, I'm just is it? Black. He's a black t-shirt. No, man, but I'm glad you brought up the maintenance side of things because, you know, and again, another plug to Sage, like watching the way they handled maintenance requests and stuff too was a huge like learning curve mm-hmm. for me because now whenever a tenant messages me or whatever, I'm there like right yeah. away. Right? Yeah. And I learned that from them. They're like super responsive as well. So well, if you let it degrade to shit, your tenants are going to treat it like shit Absolutely. and it's just going to yeah. continue, right? Yeah. I think something with student rentals too, I feel, depending on the city, right? Because a lot of, most of the students, it's their parents that are actually renting the space. 100%. Right? So 100%. When, you can, when you can appeal to a, a higher audience, a higher quality product, the parents are likely going to feel, okay, my, my son or daughter is a little safer here. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll cough up an extra 50 bucks a month or so for More. this place versus the More. piece of garbage down the street. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's a huge opportunity because, you know, most landlords that do student living have the mentality, it's students. You yeah. Know, just get them in there. It doesn't matter. And they treat them like shit. Right. Um, so it's so easy to stand out because when yeah, if you're things, even people are always like, decent. whoa, like this is pretty absurd for student housing. So, mm-hmm. like, once you build the brand around it, too, I don't know what route, like, you know, the viewers would want to go, but, like, it's super easy to stand yeah. out, and then you get those rental. Yeah, and yeah. It's, always to, it's always best to be a, at least a little bit nicer than everything on the market, because then you get to put your price at the highest level, yeah, yeah. And, and it's worth it. And service, too, is yeah. huge, right? Like, yeah. I think um, something's to be said, too, for, like, how close you are to your target demographic Mm -hmm. in terms of just age, lifestyle, all that stuff. Like, I found the same when I was doing a lot of, like, the leasing in Toronto, right? Half of my applications came from basically Phil adjacent. Yeah. And Spiro, I'm sure you're finding, or you will be finding a lot of lot of similarities yeah. between like you and your applicants. So you can kind of connect a lot yeah, easier. Yeah. yeah. And you get what they want a lot easier. For sure. Yeah. And you can kind of design and tailor your places to that well, too, like, right? Well, like I was actually, so I lived in my last student house, like until I still do. And I'm the youngest dude in my unit, right? Because they're all master student stuff. And I think it's hilarious. That's so good. I yeah, love it. Because I'm the youngest, <laughs> but I'm their landlord. So it's so funny. But I, yeah, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Like you totally get what they're looking for right yeah. so huge advantage so you told me since you did retire yeah uh young yeah you had a lot of time Very to spend young. in your units yeah and, yeah and i overheard you saying something about how you know you would stay in them 16 hours a day and not more s- yeah sleep more. in them so yeah, i'm happy you brought that up because i don't think a lot of people see that well i guess because i don't talk about it so you know when they look on the outside and i have people ask me for similar returns that i get mm-hmm. and i'm always like what are you willing to put into it right, right. because what you don't see is you know, multiple 20 hour days, seven days a week for five weeks, right? Like, you know, there was no days off. There's no, 
there's not even more than four hours sleep in, in one night, like for six, six weeks. So are you willing to do that? Like, are you willing to sleep on the floors and do that stuff? But then me and Phil were also talking. We we're like, no, Dude, you, <laughs> you totally probably could have just hired that. Out. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely <laughs> but you know what? It's an experience, right? And this, you, want, you need to learn it. You need yeah. to learn it, man. Yeah. And, and you know, you feel so good after too, because you look back and you're like, yeah, I fucking did so that like, shit. you now know you can hire it out yeah. and then go back to the job, see what someone's doing and say, yeah. yes, you're doing this right. No, you're doing this wrong. And I know you how not, long things take. Right. right? Yeah, that's you would fair. not be able to do that if you'd never done it yourself. Yeah. Right. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of doing it yourself first. And I tell this to all my clients too. We have a management company. If you want us to manage, if you scale, you grow, you can't take it on anymore. However, I advise you should try and manage it yourself for Always at least for, for the, the first, first one. I say the same thing. Yeah, Always, just you need get to know, used man. to it. If yeah. You can't know if the manager's managing it wrong if you've never done it yourself, yeah. right? And same thing with contractors, construction. Mm-hmm. If you know how a house works, you can then sub it out if you want to, right? And you can at least make the decision moving forward. Unless you really don't time give is better a shit. Spent. Unless you just have that cash yeah, flow yeah, yeah, and you're, yeah. already, you're yeah. already making, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, six, seven. Everyone's right? But what yeah. I noticed with real estate, like because I come from a stock background, Stocks are investing. I click mm-hmm. buy and I'm chilling. That's yeah. it. Right? Real estate and is I'm far done. more active. Real estate is a business. It's investing, yeah. but it's also a business. It's mm-hmm. like a yeah. hybrid of both. So I, it depends on how you want to do it. Like you said, if you have just fat stacks of cash mm-hmm. and you don't Doesn't have matter. time, like, you know, if you're a lawyer, whatever the case is, right? Like yeah. you don't want to be Then you should joint venture with Phil. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> should joint venture with Phil. You know, yeah. that's the answer. But. <laughs> I think Phil's a little more strapped than I am right now, so you can join Venture with Spiro. <laughs> Phil just bought six seventy one. That's cheap, man. What are you talking about? So, how much did you? Were you very hands on with your projects, or did you just yeah. oversee them? No, well, I, was hand, I didn't hire anybody. Like the only people I'd hire are like plumbers when you need the plumber to come mm-hmm. in, and someone to do the shingles because like I wasn't. So you were like the that. handyman on on job. Yeah, well, like my it's dad, contractor. My, my dad full on can do everything. It's pretty much just like the way Serbian's mm-hmm. role is like pretty much just him yelling at me to bring him stuff. Yeah. Me. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, you're my probably god. the same, right? It's yeah, exact yeah, yeah, same. My dad's gonna watch this. He watches my episode. <laughs> I hope my this dad is, watches. He's too, gonna man. hear this and be like, ah ha ha. That's so funny. Yeah, just yells at me, and then whatever I bring is the wrong one, you know. So after a while, I learned. That I would, he'd be like, get get something. I'd bring like six things. Yeah, I'd be like you can't, bro. It's got to be in here. It's like, okay. <laughs> if it's not, it's not even but yeah, like I did, definitely did stuff like painting. You know, I remember the yeah, one painting. night we were kind of running behind schedule. Um, I worked all day. I painted until about six in the morning. Slept until eight a.m. So it took two hours, and then just went on the next day again. Like you know, 15, 16 hour a day. So yeah, I did I did all sorts of stuff. Um, but it was a learning experience. Like I'm happy I did it, and like yeah. that's also how I was able to like do all of that stuff for so little, right? Of yeah. course. Like barely cost me anything. Yeah. Except that was, a few years Because your life, labor's right? free, you right? You had that luxury yeah, exactly. of like, of your time being worth a lot more in a sense, but a lot less at the same time. So, yeah. so you didn't have that job that you needed, you know, you're making 40 bucks an hour, 30 bucks an yeah, hour, whatever I'm, it is. I'm still getting paid from the other property. You're still getting That's paid. Right. So you can so, either make more or put in that value of what you're going to make yeah. into the property. So let's say you saved, what, 20 grand? At least, yeah. At least. Sure. So that's like you were getting paid that much at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, 100%. And like, I don't know, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, Me and my every, dad kind of looked at each other, actually, because we were doing a secondary unit in the basement. And when we finished the main floor, my dad's like, oh, like, I'm, I'm done. And I'm like... <laughs> We're going to build a kitchen downstairs. He's like, no fucking way. Like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I look at him I'm like, we're going to build a kitchen. <laughs> and we got like three days to get this done. So we're sitting on the riverside because I live right on the riverside. It's where the house is. 
And my dad's like, dude, there's no fucking way we can get this kitchen done. I look on Facebook ads. This guy's selling cabinets and it happens to be the exact by the inch cabinet sets that I need. (laughs) I get him to drop it off in my house, toss them up. We drill them in, paint, like paint over it and stuff. It it was crazy how it worked out. But he looked at me like I was a lunatic. He's like, there's no (laughs) way we're building a kitchen in the basement. Don't you tell me I can't do this. (laughs) I'm like, the kitchen's going in the fucking basement. Like, it's going to happen. But yeah, it worked out, man. It looks great. Um, so we got it done, but never again. <laughs> you're we talking. Both, about, that's we it. both agreed. You're, you're talking about basements now. So, so there's a little bit of differences between the Toronto market and yeah, I hate the, the Windsor market. So I hate the differences. Yeah, it's actually crazy. So why don't you explain some of the regulations? Well, the ceiling height is probably the main one, right? Like you guys mm. probably still need egress windows at yes. a certain yeah, side, yeah, right? Yeah, Which yeah. is great. I agree yeah. with that. For yeah, fire wait, you don't. No. <laughs> Wait what? Yeah, you, we do. Oh, no, okay. they do. They do. They do. Like, oh my god! Yeah, no, 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 we did no that. that's you not the crazy build part. A five foot box and no, be good to go. The crazy part is like we need Yao Ming ceilings in the basement for some reason. <laughs> What's how high 6'11". is Six eleven. Oh shit! And it's okay. just ri- ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like so, but what, wow. we have them. Luckily, the house came. That's with good. It, so, but how how option. often is that in the market though? Never, how man. It never happens. You know, some big gotcha. contractors will like actually lower the floor in the basements, and it so costs expensive. like thirty, thirty-five. But it makes sense sometimes. Yeah, right? sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, the the math is just math. If I had to do, I wouldn't have even done it. Um, so we got lucky. The only thing was the windows weren't big enough. So we we did get them enlarged, mm. and then we put That's the not windows that bad. in. But yeah, like I mean. Yeah, the differences suck. I think That's six, like a six-inch difference in height compared to Toronto. Yeah, ours so is six are five. Are people taller in Windsor? Is that like, <laughs> apparently, yeah. I mean, I think I think a lot has to do with maybe the more new builds that are in Windsor. I'm the, assuming. Think of the age of most know. Toronto homes is a hundred eighty to hundred and twenty is fairly common, right? So back in and those like, days, what, they weren't hundreds necessarily building so tall. Well, How, in Windsor, homes? in Windsor, they're thousands? probably maybe even older. And the reason I say that is because the prices have been so low for so long. Like just mm. recently, they've gone up. So there's it made no sense. To build, it's not right? worth it. Yeah the, yeah, the labor is you don't get the, you don't get your now finally for the first time ever you're starting to see new construction. It's amazing to see it, but. That's so, good. So what is in Windsor that makes it a, an attractive market? Yeah, well, you know, it, it really depends on what your style is. So the cash flow is going to be extremely attractive, really, no matter what mm-hmm. way you go. Uh, so student housing, to me, is very attractive because that's my thing, and that's yep. what brought me to Windsor. Um, so student housing, at least, you know, they have a ton, a huge influx of international students. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so much so that they literally have to live, like, a 20-minute bus ride away. Wow. Like, because the housing supply is just not there, wow. which is great for me. Um, in terms mm-hmm. of the, the city of Windsor, I mean, the main thing that's happening right now in Windsor is Detroit, right? Yeah. So Detroit has been a slum for a really long time. Yep. Um, and it's and it's really starting to turn around. Yeah. And I'm not just saying it's starting to turn around. No, it, no, it's it the is. Truth. It literally I, I is starting to turn around. I can't go buy a house for an iPhone anymore. Yeah, like, you know, and there's a lot of investment. There's a lot of capital going into Detroit. And, you know, we're building a brand new bridge as well. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys seen the renderings, but it looks amazing. Like, it looks nice. really sexy. Um, so we got the transportation route. We're right on the border. And now that border isn't irrelevant. Like, it's been for so long, yeah. right? Since 2008, it's been irrelevant. It's no longer irrelevant. Yeah. We're starting to open up trade there again. And what we're seeing is... You know, a lot of people, they'll say there's not a lot of jobs in Windsor. Uh, And I'm not going to really argue you that much on that (laughs) topic. But the thing is, there's a lot of jobs opening in Detroit. Um, And we actually have a big base of people that work in Detroit. Gotcha. And Mm -hmm. they travel back to Windsor, right? So, so, yeah, that's really what it has going. So even if you're not in the student market, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can still tailor to to these. How how many schools are there in Windsor? So you have two. So you have University of Windsor and then you have St. Clair College. Okay. Um, And St. Clair College actually has a bigger... Um, supply shortage than the University of Windsor does. Huh. The reason why I don't invest there is because it's located in South Windsor. And so South they're, Windsor they're is very pretty expensive. different locations. They're very different locations. Um, and it's really expensive to buy a house in South Windsor. So the rent is the same, but instead gotcha. of paying 250 for the house, maybe 20 in renovations, I have to pay 
350, 375 for the house, 400 for the for the same rents for the same rents. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't make sense to me. And I also prefer university students. I think that would make sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that doesn't make sense. What, what's your typical cash flow? Well, it depends on the property, right? So you know, I have one that you know cash flows fifteen hundred. Another one that cash flows thirty three hundred per month. Um, it really depends. Like you know, I guess if you're t- asking for like an investor that wants to be hands off, it's probably going to be high hundreds. You know, for a five bedroom house, you know, mm-hmm. maybe low. Thousands. You just buy like to purchase turnkey. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, if you just want to be hands off, you know, you don't want to put too much work into it. Yeah, you're probably expecting low thousands, high hundreds. But you know, the the cost of cap, like the amount of capital you have put in, is relatively small, right? Yes. Twenty percent down payment. It's going to be turnkey. You're probably putting in fifty to sixty thousand dollars, and you're going to return a cash flow of a thousand dollars per month, right? No, that's great. So, so what's the? I, I don't know if uh, you know too much about this. I'm sure you know a little bit, but what what is how does the mortgage qualification work there? So, what's like an average salary of someone that gets qualified uh, to to be able to afford a mortgage? You said you have to put let's say fifty, sixty yeah. down. Yeah. What 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 would you say? Well, it's going to be pretty low, right? I mean, I don't know the exact numbers. Like, definitely work with mm-hmm. a mortgage yeah, broker. Yeah, I'm not going to sure. pretend that I do, but I mean, you know, the housing price is so low, right? Like, I mean, you know, we're talking less than a studio apartment here. So it's like yeah, a really legit. low, you don't need to make that much. Like, I mean, off of a $50,000 salary, you should be able to get a mortgage up to 300000 I could be yeah. totally wrong, but to me, that makes intuitive sense. Um, so you're talking relatively low, like an entry-level starter job. You should be able to mm-hmm. rock and roll, assuming you have the capital. Right? I think another thing that helps here too from a mortgage, and again, I'm also, none of us are mortgage professionals on the panel. We don't even here. know anything about real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, but something that does help, especially if you're buying turnkey, yeah. no, I mean, maybe if it's a student rental, that's a different story because banks maybe aren't the well, biggest fan. it depends fan. how many bedrooms. But yeah, so yeah. If, you can, if you can justify, hey, I'm buying this as a rental, hey, what's the appraised rents or what are the actual rents, mm-hmm. that's also going to help boost your income, right? Yeah. So you could go from making 50K a year to qualify for 200, 250, 300,000. Absolutely. Once you tack on the rents, that could add another 100 grand in terms of your carrying cost uh, or your your ability to carry the property, I should say. Yeah, that's actually how I got my second deal was adding right. the rental income I had from the first mm-hmm. property. Mm-hmm. And actually, the first property got burred or reappraised based off of the rental income. I never even had an appraiser enter the house, which is crazy. They give you just a straight, straight. I was like, rent- this is my rental income. I'm only asking for this amount. And they're like, yeah, that seems fair to me. So they gave me the money. They ne- I never answer. had an appraiser come in. Now this refinance I'm doing, the appraiser needs to come in, mm-hmm. um, which I tried to argue. So I, we tried that on one of these in, uh, in Toronto. <laughs> you yeah. tried to argue. Yeah. Well, not that I, the house is nice. I, yeah. just, I don't want to just no. give me the money, right? Yeah. I, I tried <laughs> it on uh, on Blackthorn when we first did it. I was like, this place makes so much money. They're like, we don't give a shit. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, Great. I don't know. But I we still build, got our refi, just not as much as we want. You can build the case as well of yourself, right? Like, you know, I yeah. talk about who I am as a person, my experience in this mm-hmm. industry and things like that. Maybe that helps, maybe it didn't, but I don't know. It worked once, didn't work twice. Yeah, well, so try a third time. It, do you find it that there are any hiccups because of how many rooms you have? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So, you know, I made an error for sure. Um, so, you know, what I did was I waited till it was rented because... The way the first one happened, I was like, okay, if I'm cash flowing that, let's see what they give me on this right. guy because yeah. this thing's really making money. Um, and they're like, nah, not not the hugest fan of that, Marco. So uh, that was an <laughs> issue. So, you know, for future references, and I tell all my clients now, make sure you refi before, before you get you the tenants the in. in. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then you're going to have no issue. You know, luckily for me, it's in such a good area on the river that mm-hmm. it's going to refi anyway based off of comparables. But, um, but yeah, you will run into issues with that when you have that amount of bedrooms. Also, mine's divvy up in two suites, like the secondary suite and a separate kitchen. 
So right. it's really four people per, so it's not as bad, right? Like yeah, if you, if have, you had eight, nine, ten per, and one which kitchen, is a couple in, bathrooms. Which Windsor, and like, I just totally don't agree with that style. Um, just because, again, it's like a customer service thing yeah. for me. Like, I don't want ten people using one kitchen in my house. Right? There's a lot of problems with that. For me, like, I think of wear and tear on kitchens and bathrooms. Oh, yeah. I think of customer service. Everyone's trying to cram into one bathroom in yeah, the morning. It would suck. I, from a from a refinance perspective, from, like, fire and things like that, if there yeah. was ever an issue, primarily... Well, how about resale? Let's talk about that's resale. And that no. was the next Who are one. are selling a 10-bedroom house? You only sell it to another investor that's looking for exactly the same thing. And yeah. investors so, look for low purchase prices. Yeah, so yeah. Like, dude, you can't, recap, like, you can't recap the amount of money you put in converting it. Like, especially, you know, mm-hmm. some people do, like super high-end 10-bedroom, one-kitchen house. And I'm like, okay, you refied it because you staged it as, you know, a, a single-family home with yeah. like a bunch of living rooms and dens and stuff. The and only like, thing that is is like a Jersey Shore house, yeah. right? Yeah, like, That's then, all you're selling yeah. it to. But then when it comes down to it, yeah, like you're not going to recoup that on the no. resale. Right? No. So the exit strategy is pretty shit on no. that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. A lot of people do it. A lot of people make a ton of money off of it. I'm not going to step on anyone else's yeah. style. Um, Every investor's got their own thing. Everyone's got their own thing. I think I follow a similar, like we we stick pretty hard to like four bedroom max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything over five just sometimes becomes a bit of a management nightmare. Yeah, well, like with students, it's a little bit different because like, you know... you know, we learn in finance as well. So, like, you're going to have fixed costs associated, right? And, you know, FC, fixed cost per unit, is mm-hmm. going to go down as you add bedrooms in student housing because you rent per bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, in Windsor, at least, the sweet spot's, like, five. You get five-bedroom right. house, you're, you're living good. You get a four-bedroom, you're making a little bit of money, but, you know, mm-hmm. you really want to get to that five-six number. Um, and then I always say, like, you know, if you're going to exceed six, you know, build them another kitchen or, or build them a secondary suite or something right. uh, just to keep the customer service going, but... Yeah. Do you find uh, what's like vacancy like in Windsor? Student rental zero, man. Like um, legit zero. Or yeah, pretty, like pretty le- damn close to legit zero. Let me give you an example. So I finished the renos on uh, my last property really, really late. I had like three days because of the damn kitchen. The, the damn <laughs> kitchen took us so long. But so I had like three days to rent this thing out, and I posted an ad, and I was a little bit panicky because I'm not dropping my price. Right, I want to get mm-hmm. you know the highest price for my rooms. Yeah. So I post an ad at midnight. 12 o'clock the next day, we're talking lunchtime. I already have the deposit in my account. Whole suites, <laughs> whole suites rented out, and I have three more people offer me more than what I signed if we're oh. gonna take the room. Nice. So it's like that. Wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's like pretty that. good. Yeah, that's that's a really run for good. our money here. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. It's like Toronto market. Crazy. crazy. But I think it's the way you market it too. Like I did mm-hmm. a YouTube video tour of the house, you know. You t- you know you're again com- coming back to you know your target market yeah, yeah, so yeah. well. Yeah. Like I see people post like ads with like a picture of the front of the house and shit. It's like I'm not gonna waste my time to come look at this yeah. house, right? I don't yeah. care how much it is. So yeah. you know, the way you market it is huge as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time are you like you're renting it year round yeah, at yeah, random I, random? Actually I do between? uh I do a three year lease. You know, you know what's oh, up. Oh you did you know what's three up. year lease. You know how uh, we do that the water three lead. year lease. Uh. So I do a three year lease so with, got me. <laughs> with the option to renew or terminate every single year. And the reason why cool. I do that is because at the end of twelve months you can't go month to month. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to last the full three years to go month to month. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's important. Not as important for you because yeah. you can rent out whenever yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, but it's for very important that, because if somebody leaves my... in March, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to be sitting on a room vacant until yep. like you know May or yeah. something. That's amazing. So this way, I keep covered, um, and that's how I do it at least. It's interesting. That, that was always th- just you know theorizing about student rentals. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd that's be a huge always issue. been one of my be a huge one, issue. Always been one of my big yeah. like. Uh, how do I get around this? So that's, Ex- that's very interesting. Except right now, like 
the market's so crazy. So I, I put on my room right now that I'm living in for seven fifty, just kind of for shits and giggles. I'm like, nice. let's see what we can get. My inbox was full. And this Love is it. like the worst time to rent for student right. rentals. But the room is pretty sweet. Like it's two hundred square feet and stuff. You know, I so live, who's I live looking, comfortable. Who's leaving? Yeah. Who's who's leaving a room in the middle of the year to come into your room in December? Think, you know, maybe it's people that are month to month that are you know so far out and they're like, oh, right, we'll take it so we have somewhere you know to hang our hats. But as soon mm-hmm. as something better comes, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um, but but yeah, the the demand's definitely there. That's um, good. It's it's, it's pretty. Yeah. What you find a lot in university towns too are. Guys usually could stick it out. Like, I mean, like mm-hmm. all the guys I know that were living in res or, or got, you know, uh, apartments together, they pretty much got along. And if they didn't, they They'll lived out the rent and then you know, either moved or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we don't fight, fight as often. No, You're girls, totally right. man. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I think out of all the girls I knew in residence in first year, yeah, it had to be something like at least 15 to 20%. Like, Either had this huge scraps. This is math backed. This is this percentage. This is, yeah, like this, yeah, yeah. We did the calculator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is. Take my word for this. I promise. <laughs> no, there was a lot of girls like moving out, fights. Totally like, true. Yeah. Totally. Oh, true. we had. I think the the biggest, the craziest unit store even here I've had has been like a few university girls. We had a house of four, and like they. The eighty pound girl kicked in the front door. <laughs> like, I mean, PCP is a hell of a drug. But I, I, had, I had a girl when I was on residence that broke my window and threw my mattress out of my <laughs> First nice year, job, Mark. if you're watching, Matt, you know who you are. <laughs> oh, I got spotted at Laurier for that. Like, really? First week, yeah. Oh, someone Lord. spotted Marco's mattress, and I remember sitting down on my bed, and you know, like we were out and stuff, and I was sitting down on my bed, and I'm like, something's not right in my room. Dude, <laughs> just threw your mattress out of the window. Oh man! I'm not oh, this is a box spring. Great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What resident wow. were you in first year? Uh, university place. Oh, great, great time. Oh, nice. Great time. Amazing. Yeah, not all tenants are like this, by the way. No. Just for those that are watching, maybe for the first time, thinking about <laughs> diving into real estate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not like that. I'm sure she paid. Her tenants are kicking indoors and throwing mattresses <laughs> out. <laughs> Oh All right, God. guys. Um, I think this has been great. I think awesome. I want to know what you're doing next before we start wrapping this. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I, I know. Okay, I kind of yeah. know where you're at. You just became an agent. What's up today, and what's up in the future? Yeah. So um, I'm I'm now switching to the multifamily game. You cool. Know? Like so, mm-hmm. I've experienced you know the, the the single family homes, and it's great. Um, but I'm ready to go play with the big boys now. Uh, mm-hmm. So my next acquisition will probably be fairly soon. Hopefully January, maybe a little bit after, but it's going to be multifamily, probably around six units, student housing again. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when I'm not doing the renovations myself, I have much more time. Of course. Um, so, you know, 80% of my time is going to be in the sales side of things with real nice. estate agents. as an agent. Yeah. Working with investors. Yeah. Tons of fun doing it. I really enjoy it. Cool. So. And the team you're working with now? Yeah. Wind City Real Estate Team is who I'm working with. So Cassidy, Aditya. Yeah. Nice. Great team. It's a great time. It's a good squad. We met them squad. for the first time this weekend. Yeah. 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 Where can we find them? Where's uh, what on social media? And Just uh, look through my social media. Oh, okay. And, and maybe, you can, maybe you can find them. Make a pit stop, like, yeah. subscribe, follow first, yeah. and then you can carry on to the rest so again, of them. Again, you have plug, to hit subscribe. Plug all your stuff now again. Yeah, well, it's just my first and last name. So Spell it out for everybody. Yeah. We'll Marco, have it in the bio, but... Marco Agbaba, so M-A-R-K-O-A-G-B-A-B-A. That's Bob and Alex. I have to say this. I have to spell it out every oh, time so I hate it. Hey, man, my name's Spiro Vricellis. Yeah, yours spell, tough too, man. Try spelling that out. Yeah. I was thinking I might have to change it. Yeah, my name's not oh, hard at nah, all. Man, be proud. Be proud <laughs> my name's pretty good. No, yeah, easy. be proud. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wagbaba. Spiro Vricellis. Yeah, I'm Phil. <laughs> I'm Phil Gardner. 
Uh, I get like the double L, okay? That's the worst. Who spells it with a double L? I don't fucking know. Phil at the office spells it with an F. Yeah, I've had people ask me if it's a girl, so it's like Philip Philina something. I've had people ask me if it was an F before. Yeah, and like sometimes Gardner will put the I like the Gardner. I could see, but like that's uncommon too. You got a really white name, dude. I do. Just relax. But it's a Jamaican last name. Yeah, you know, Phil's half Jamaican. You look Jamaican. I could I could tell that right when I walked in. I was like, he's Jamaican, isn't he? Yeah, he actually eats stew beef every day. Yeah. Curry, nice curry goat is a pretty big staple in my life. What are those, uh, like the pockets with the beef in them? Patties? Pat- like yeah, patties? Oh, with the cocoa buns? Or? Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Oh, yeah, you gotta get, like, you gotta bread. open and put, like, some ketchup in there. That's He's actually just gonna fucking stab you. Ketchup? Real real oh, Jesus. Ketchup. No, you gotta put tomatoes, like the real stuff. Oh, no. That's a lot of effort, though, man. I don't have tomatoes. On tomatoes. I'm just gonna I got ketchup. I always have ketchup. All right, guys. We went off on a bit of a tangent there. So, uh, again, this is Phil the Kid podcast. This was a really fun episode. We should do this well, again. Have some, uh, some of your team Toronto members. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to be in Toronto. Actually, you guys are going we're to. Hit, we're hitting up Wealth Hacker Conference tomorrow. Yeah. Uncle, mean, Uncle G. Uncle G. The Grant Cardone. That's right. It'll be a good uh, good day. Yeah. This, this is going to be posted after that happened. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Too bad, suckers. I'm not going, but. Yeah, we don't know why. Spiro's just—he's had a long, hard week. He's a stay-at-home Netflix. He worked. A, he cat. worked a full thirty-seven and a half hours. Man, this I week. need to play FIFA. I, I clocked in fourteen hours this week, Phil. You don't understand. <laughs> I think I clocked in about four. It was a pretty lazy week. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, you have time for your Grant Cardone. Your Cardone's yeah, own. That's fair. That's a learning experience, man. Yeah, yeah I'm pumped. Maybe next time we can. Uh, everyone can just like send Spiro pics the entire day. Yeah, just videos of us do. having a fucking ball. We'll have them on the podcast, and I'll, I will be Spiro. <laughs> on the podcast. Hey man, that's fine. That's the yeah, move. You're the new kid. Am I? Am I oh my god! Yeah. You're, oh you're, my god! There's, 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 there's a change usurped. coming up on the podcast. <sighs> okay, I think we're wrapping this up now. I'm getting riffed this whole podcast. <laughs> Should have never told that story. Oh, oh uh, god! Thanks for watching, right, guys. guys. Yeah, guys. And thanks for having me. By the way, I really yeah, it was a great time. No thanks, thanks for coming, coming on. Really you're a great it. guest. We'll have you again one day for sure. Love it. Love cool. You can find us on YouTube, iTunes Podcast, Google Play, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Comment, like, subscribe, and share.